All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. Do you need some new hockey gear? You need a new hockey stick, some gloves, but do you want the best hockey gear available? I know I do. I can't use the stuff that's out there these days. So when I need new hockey gear, I go to ProStockHockey.com. So you go to ProStockHockey.com, use promo code SCOTT, that's S-C-O-T-T, my last name, yours truly, and you get an extra 10% off your total order. It's a no-brainer. Check it out, ProStockHockey.com, promo code SCOTT. Starting the podcast now. Engage. Commence. Knock, knock. Do it, Tim. Who's there? Interrupting Nazi. (laughs) (laughs) Interrupting Nazi. Tim (laughs) Wurzberger! Nine! (laughs) Larry, cut that out. (laughs) Start over. Start now. That's a drop in the gloves with John Scott original. Were you sitting on that like all weekend? <laughs> I just <laughs> thought of it right now. Okay. You thought of it like 10 minutes after we recorded our last episode. I just thought like, of I can't it right wait now. next week. No, I just, anyways, we'll start it now. Welcome to the podcast, Dropping the Gloves with John Scott. We took a two-week hiatus because of the 4th of July, you know, spend some time with their family, but we're back. Very excited to be back. Lots of activities, lots of trades, lots of NHL movement, but... I honestly don't want to talk about that. We had the 4th of July. We got John, Larry, and Tim in the office. Hello, fellas. Hello. What's up? Yep. How was everybody's 4th? Anything exciting happen? No. Yeah. Road jet skis. What up? Ooh, yeah. like Puff Daddy riding jet skis. Hopefully you were not drinking. Oh, no. Yeah, I, Larry. Wait, no. I, I didn't say I. No, of course not. Your guilty hesitation and that guilty was- charge. Yes. Anyway, Tim, anything exciting? Just family barbecue. Oh, that's you nice. Barbecue that's your nice. family. Tim. On, Tim. Yes, John. Just like the never mind. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> never oh. mind. <laughs> oh my. Oh my word, Tim. It just you keep digging that well. All right. So my fourth, we had a couple parades. In Traverse City, it's the Cherry Festival this time of year. So they do the kids' parade. And then they do the 4th of July parade. And being a good father, we took the kids to both. Did you really? Yes. Wasn't it really hot? The first parade was scorching. Like, yeah. it was above 90. That was why we didn't go. Not a speck of wind. And it was humid. It's been so humid in our area for the last few weeks where you just step outside and it feels it's just sticky. So, yeah, we like being a good dad, smart family, I took all five to the parade. And at the kids' parade, the big thing is 
all the floats are from local schools and all the kids make the floats and and it's a good time. The kids sit on the floats and it's not a long parade. It's probably 20 minutes, 25 minutes. And and it's a very fun time. The reason the kids like it is they throw candy. Every single float has Mm. bubble gum, um, all these kind of different candies. I feel like they always get the really bad candy. It's the leftover Halloween candy that, (laughs) yes, they buy from. No one throws good stuff. They buy the stuff that your grandma would have. Little Tootsie Rolls and stuff. Yeah. Well, you can't throw chocolate because it's the middle of summer and it would be all melted. (laughs) So you have to throw hard candy or lollipops or, yeah. Very dangerous. It some of the older kids throwing the candy from the float do get a little excited. Yeah, and they're I'm like so watching mad that they're there and they're <laughs> oh, throwing it. Well no, that day they had no energy because it was like ninety two, ninety three degrees oh. and they had to sit in this parade on top of the float with no shade. And so they all like I felt bad for the kids. There was this one band from Edmonton, Alberta. They came to Traverse City, Michigan for this parade. They were dressed in all black, head to toe, long sleeve. And they had to go the whole parade. I was like, whoa. Yeah. Like that's dedication. That's gotta be so hard. And but they did have the the parents with the water bottles going around squirting them with water. So <laughs> at least they had that. But anyways, back to the candy. <laughs> the kids don't even look at the floats. They go straight for the people throwing the candy. And at one point they were throwing frisbees. And one of the Frisbees caught some wind and went right in front of the pickup truck. <laughs> and my kids were diving for the Frisbee that was in front of the pickup truck. And Whoa. the truck had to, like, slam their brakes on. And I was like, imagine that. John Scott causes a scene. No, my, one of my parade. kids breaks her leg under the tire because they were diving for a, a two-cent foam <laughs> right. Frisbee that was, like, garbage. It just sounds like a headline. I would have sued the hospital. <laughs> That's whose Florida was. Months in hospital. The irony. They did that yeah. on purpose. The irony of that is very... I never even thought of that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the service would be impeccable. Do you think it's about time parades just don't exist? Like, do we need them still? What is the purpose of a parade? Right. I don't enjoy them. When I was a kid, I actually enjoyed them. I used to watch them on TV. I, I think you just the, answered your question. But no, but I think that was before the internet, before there was all this visual sensation, like all this stuff where I could get input now as a kid like your 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 senses are always on the go like you you're watching tv you're watching shows you're doing this you're doing that then a parade comes by and it's a flow the kids don't even care like there's so many more interesting things going around in their life a float with a a kid sitting on a waving isn't too exciting dude and no one likes making those damn floats no no one is and they're a not big good fan. either it's like no. streamers that are like hanging off of a pickup truck from 2012 or something i will say like, this the floats were legit okay the 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 kids floats were pretty cool there was some the theme was board games so i think each school got a specific board game there was like sorry and clue and life and jenga and all this stuff so the floats were very well done but again did anyone are, have a ouija board no, no, we would have not have stuck around for like Ouija board. People. No, thanks. I heard they had they had to keep waiting to pick up the Django one like the whole time. Oh, oh my gosh, Larry. Anyways, I'm sorry, everybody. <laughs> Larry, turn your mic off. Tim's doing yep. work. Tim's like typing. Uh, no, he's still sensitive about the whole Nazi comment. I'm not. He's, he's on his, po- his, his blog he is not. Nothing you say has an effect on me. <laughs> he's John. blogging with his other Nazis online. <laughs> Can you believe what John says? Nyein. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to write another nasty blog about you, John. Yeah, I'm waiting for it. But anyway, so my kids get used to candy, and the next two days later was the 4th of July parade, and they show up with their bags, and I'm like, kids, this is like the big parade. There's no candy. And they gave me the biggest sourpuss. What? 
Why are we like, what's going on? And so luckily a few of the floats had candy, but at what point did parades turn into another Halloween where the kids don't go to have fun? The kids go to get candy. That's the only reason my kids wanted to go. They're not looking at the floats and saying, oh, cool. This is great. It's just a candy grab and I don't like it. So I'm with Larry. I say we do away with parades. I'll go to the dollar store. Down with parades. (laughs) Buy a bag full of candy. That's the thing. The candy they do get, I don't give them. They've been sitting in my car for the last week, and they'll never see a piece of it. I know. It's like, you know, I gotta just, just give them. Here's all this really crappy sugar that you can. Yeah, just become a total never, nightmare. I'll give them one piece of gum on the ride home because I won't let them eat any during the parade. I'll say you get to pick one for the car ride home, and kiss it goodbye because you're never going to see it again. I'm that parent who won't let them have any treats or anything. I think you're right. <laughs> I just, I don't know. I don't like giving my kids candy or anything. I just think it's a bad idea. It's a holiday. It's a parade. Let them have the candy they picked up off the ground. They get ice cream. <laughs> let, them, they get let them eat the crab candy, John. I'm not giving them random junk candy that's been <laughs> on some store shelf for like six months, just rotting. Who knows? Who who's knows? injected stuff into it? That's right. There's um, some weirdos <laughs> around here, Tim. See that new trend with people licking like ice cream, ice cream oh, in the store and yeah. putting it back. Yeah, they should be in jail forever. I heard that they found the lady that did that. Yeah, and she's looking at something like six years, a minimum of six months. I hope Whoa. she gets six months. Oh, That's yeah. awful. Six. Oh wait, six years or six? No, months? a maximum of six years or nine years, a minimum of six months. Oh wow, it's gross. What possesses you to go? More there videos are popping up like that. Like oh, open like a soda, spitting into it, closing really? it, putting it back. Like yeah, well, those are like you can tell. You if can that's tell open. if someone opens that though. The yeah. ice cream though is not sealed most yeah. of the time. Yeah, I mean I don't know. People people are doing it and <laughs> for like a quick I don't know retweet on Twitter or something. Like oh, check out my Snapchat. Don't spit in that cop's burger. <laughs> Gross. Name that movie. Super Troopers. Tim, unbelievable. Uh, Super Troopers. Can I get Leader Cola? Is that a nice Canadian movie? No, well the second it kinda one kind of is, yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, the first one was super. I, it's a classic. I think some of them are Canadian. Most, right? Canadians yeah, those are guys Canadian. are from Canada. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, so that was our Fourth of July. Another thing happening in the last two weeks is there has been bear sightings in my neighborhood and around the new property that I bought. There's been a lot of bear up here. I've I've seen a lot of people it's posting been about it. A big couple weeks because of the. Tim's trying to get a beer from me, and I, I set myself up before the podcast <laughs> of my beers that I'm going to drink, and then I see him giving me the old Larry. come hither with his finger, and I said, Larry, or Tim, no, there's there a cooler over there. there. Get it yourself. So anyways, because it was such a long and cold spring, there's been a lot of bears in the in the town, and I live close to town, and there was a bear in my neighborhood just walking around, and as I was driving the other day, I saw a bear crossing the street, and I was like... Mm. That's unbelievable. That's exactly what happened to me. So I don't know yeah. what's happening. There's been an uptick of bears. Yeah. And I what, don't know. What kind of bear was it? It was a black bear. How big? Um, Probably 200, 250 pounds. Do you like bears? I think they're kind of cool. I think they're interesting. But yeah. They come close to my... I'll tell you a story. Okay. Tell us one. So one of my things... In hockey, you have a lot of downtime. And so you always like come up with scenarios. And one of my scenarios I've always said is, if I got into a fight with a bear, I could win if I had a long pole with the sharp hook on the end of it. That's my only stipulation. <laughs> oh, yeah, please, if I had a weapon, please I could go in Not a gun, not a knife. Like a, I just need a long pole. With the hook on the end with of it. With the hook. That, I could kill a bear. And what would you fight. do with that? Oh. 
I would hook it around its neck and I would just hold on. Because <laughs> if, if they can't reach me, because the pole's out of their range, they can bat the, the pole and stuff, but they can't reach me. What if they, they break snap the that pole? stick in half? Just yeah. Then they got a hook in their neck. <laughs> then they just play the waiting game. They're coming at you. In, in the meantime, you're dead. No, I don't think so. Do you think you get a couple punches in before you get no, swatted I would in the not. face? I would, gra- I would dance with it, take the hook, hook it around and pull. Hook through the back of the spine. I think you would have a pretty good chance against a black bear. A black bear for sure. I, well, black bears are chill. Yeah, I wouldn't scared. even need a hook with a stick with a black bear. Oh, yeah. This is for a grizzly. We you set this up. Which is, is that the biggest kind of bear in the world? The biggest bear is a polar bear. We talked right? about this at dinner the other yeah, night, didn't we? we? <laughs> actually talked about this, Tim. Tim was going mm. on and on about how the grizzly bear is the biggest bear. The Kodiak. Kodiak. And I said the polar bear is the biggest bear, Tim. I agreed with Tim. I thought Tim was and in the... I thought we were going to show you up. all East Coast guy he is, he's like, oh, for sure, you're wrong, you're wrong. And we looked it up and I was right. Polar bear is the biggest bear on planet Earth. Yeah, according to Google. <laughs> <laughs> what do they know? Who even cares? <laughs> no, they are big. But not as big as a uh, polar bear. Okay. What about a uh, like a Sasquatch or a Bigfoot? Those are fiction. Do not exist. <laughs> That's like saying the Loch Ness monster is the biggest whale. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's not a thing. It's not a thing. Doesn't happen. Why do you do you have a Bigfoot story? I, are you I, sitting I, I something. Okay, so I personally don't. But my grandfather used to tell my family stories all the time. He he died before I was born, so I can't vouch for this. But he he would tell my family about Bigfoot sightings that he had. Any good Such ones? As, yeah, yeah. You can't just that he say saw that. that he saw a Bigfoot. Where where did this happen? In Michigan, northern Michigan. Was your grandfather? You a, guys need to look this up. Have you have you read any of the stories? No, I have. They're not. pretty. They're pretty convincing. I have a lot of things on my plate. I don't have spare time to just be. I know. I play online spades a lot. I can't be going around looking for Bigfoot, okay? He's busy trying to take down Big Parade. (laughs) What kind of interaction did he have? Like, did he see one up close? I don't know. I wasn't there, Tim. But you've heard the stories. What did he say? I I don't know. Any footprints? That's as far. See, I don't think so. Do you believe the story? Do you believe the story? I I do. I I do. I. Well, okay, so I think you have that. Don't you think you would see you would see their bodies like you'd find bones, right? But I feel like the stories are so convincing. I don't get it. It's crazy mm. people. Yeah, I don't know. Think about they this see one. something, but it was like a dog or a bear, and they think it's a Bigfoot. And the, they the, waste. Yeah. But didn't you say you ran into someone near this office? Oh yeah, Folgarelli's next door. I was going over to buy sandwiches, and there was a guy wearing. He was just like a normal looking dude, and he was wearing he had like a Bigfoot logo on his back. And he said he was going out with a group of people tonight to go look for Bigfoot. They were going to go out and like find him. There's a huge movement of like people coming. See, up that's to the thing. Like, Michigan. You're never going to be able to convince someone who believes in this or believes that they saw him that they didn't see what they think they saw. Like yeah. they believe a hundred percent. You, John, the doubter, would never be able to tell them that they it's not real. I know they have such strong conviction. I think it's because these people just need an excuse to do something. And they're like, we're going to go look for Bigfoot. <laughs> That's what we're going to do. And then I was there like a week before, so my footprints in the it's ground, but it's like Scott all beef. washed out. It's so like, whoa, there's a Bigfoot over here. But it was like my washed out boot print from like a week ago. <laughs> they hear like a stick break. Oh, that had to be. <clears throat> I know so for sure. Did you Mom say making the weird noises. The code was for Bigfoot. They say if you knock, that Bigfoot will knock back. Yeah, because Bigfoot, that's how Bigfoot. Bigfoot that's talk. how they communicate. There you go. Move away from the mic, please. Thank you. Just bring it back. There it is. 
God bless. <laughs> I got another one coming. You're allergic oh. to bullshit. <laughs> yeah, I am allergic to BS. That was awful. So, you know, I just, I, we went out, me, uh, John, and Tim, we got on that, and you talked about it. John goes, oh, and then I got attacked by a spider at the same cottage where my, gran- my grandfather saw the Bigfoot. And I helped, I, I was like, okay, so you get attacked by a spider? How does that happen? And tell everyone your big spider attack story. Uh, well, I was, a, I woke up. Okay, I woke up and my right eye was swollen, like huge swollen, and there was like pus in it. And I went to go, I was like 12 years old, and I went to go tell my mom, and my mom's like, oh, we need to take you to the urgent care. And this is like northern Michigan, we're, we're several miles away from Traverse City, so there's no like hospital nearby. Right. So we go to Kalkaska Urgent Care, and they tell me that, they're like, oh yeah, you have like several spider bites all over your eyes. So there was like a group of spiders that came and just feasted while they I was sleeping. They saw your greasy face sitting on the pillow. Yeah. And they said, this kid probably tastes like butter. He's going, he's going <laughs> he's down. so sweet. But that's not an attack. How old John, you, it was an attack. I was 12, and uh, the next night I was laying down on my cot, and there was like spiders crawling on the wall. Was it traumatizing? It was very... I don't like spiders to this day. Because, because of that? Of yep. I might be lost, but where does Sasquatch come into play with this? <laughs> this is the same cabin. Or the same is, okay. cabin. Like same, family cabin. And yeah. So Sasquatch is friends with the spiders. spiders. <laughs> he probably sent them. conspiracy theory that John got, quote, attacked by spiders when he was asleep. <laughs> then I was triggered because I took my kid to the urgent care like in the wintertime, and uh, the last time I had been to a Munson medical facility was that. And they read my address and look, look, you were here in 2000 because of, uh, like, oh my God. The same Munson <laughs> who tried to attack my kids with Frisbees at oh the parade. Oh my gosh, yeah. Holy moly. That's exactly it. We just stumbled onto something here. Holy moly. Speaking of Bigfoot, did you hear about the big Kerfoot trade? Whoa. With the Leafs. Whoa. Whoa. Segue into hockey. Transition. Look at me. I just did it. Kerfoot and Barry for Kadri. The big Leafs news, you guys. What do you think, Tim? I think there's a couple other small pieces in that deal, but that's the main thing. Um, I don't know. Good good deal for both teams, I think. Is it good for the Leafs? Does yes. it make them a better team? Probably. How How so? Because we, we we spend time on this podcast talking about how they need defensive help. I mean, Barry's an all-star. He plays both sides of the puck. He can put up 50 points, probably more. He doesn't need to be the guy if Riley's there, so we can focus on defense. He can play. He's a Norris-level guy. Is he better than Jake Gardner? Yes. How much better? Good amount better. You think he's that much better than Jake Gardner? Oh, yeah. I think they're the exact same player. Oh, come on. There's no way he's better than Gardner. Yeah. What are you talking about? They get the same amount of points every no, year. No, they don't. Yes, they do. Pull it up. I'm going to do it. I He's... bet you they're within five points this year. Okay. I think this is a lateral, if not a downward move for Toronto. They get a little cap relief to sign Marner. I understand that. But I don't like it. I, I think everyone's blowing up about how great a trade this is. Kadri's a great player. People don't like him because of the suspensions. But he is a good player. Well, first of all, back up. I mean, you kind of breeze by the Marner thing. That's really their priority. Nothing else really matters after that. He's like, going to sign. It just doesn't... He'll get his money. I don't know if he'll pull a Nylander and hold out for a little bit. He'll get his money, but this is a big trade for Toronto. I don't think people realize the effect this will have on their team. Just so you know, uh, Barry had double the amount of points that Gardner did last no, year. No, he did not. Well, Gardner was hurt. Go to the year before when they were both healthy. Yeah, okay. Yeah, you, he pulls these stats out. Okay, 62 games. No and context. He had, he had 30 points, and in 78 games, 
Barry had 58. Okay, so they're very similar. No! Barry he's, played he's 100% 50% of better. his minutes with that top line in Who, Colorado. Who's Gardner playing with? He's playing with everybody. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Barry, I, I, I think it's a lateral move. I know Barry's good, but Gardner's just as good. And Kerfoot is not as good as Kadri. No, he's not. Not even close. He's not. Kadri's an effective player. And for those of you who are trying to say that he's close, it's like when I went to Chicago and, and the GM's like, well, we really, really love you to replace Dustin Bufflin. No, I'm not Dustin Bluffin. No way. Not a chance. Kerfoot is not Kadri. Well, I, I think the Avs got to be pumped to get Kadri, too, because, I mean, it's it's tough to give up a, a level of player like uh, to Barry's level, but getting that help up the middle, right, and they, they balance out the top two lines because they, they've had that superstar line. They had nothing else after that. They let Soderberg go. He's like a third-line center, so now Kadri can be that second, third-line guy. Provide a little bit of grit. Provide oh, a little that's bit of offensive a huge pump. Move for them. He's a good player. I mean, I hate him, but if he was in the Bruins, I would love him. No, he he is a very, very, very good player. And for him to be on the third line in Toronto was a luxury for them. So he, yeah, he he's a second line center. He plays power play penalty kill. He's a good player. But yeah, he does a lot of the stuff that people focus on. They don't focus on his hockey stuff. So yeah, when you think of Cadre, you think of oh, suspensions versus Boston are always antics off the ice. He's been in the league for eight, nine years, and he's a solid, solid player. He'll put up 50 or 60 points. And the cool thing, I think I think it kind of gets him out of the spotlight a little bit. And a little bit, he's got a little bit more, more room to grow now. Like, he's he's kind of suffocated having, like, Matthews, Marner, Marlowe, Tavares in front of him. Now he's basically the, the third or fourth guy there in uh, Colorado. He can he can step up and see what he's really capable of. Yes, he will do very well in Colorado. I love Sackick's comment when they're like, what do you think of Kadri? And he's like, yeah, we just won't play him versus Boston. Yeah, right. That's all we'll do because he just has an issue with that team. And who does it? Boston is trending downwards. They need a goalie. They're just, you don't need a goalie. <laughs> they're just such... You're trying to trigger me. A team in disarray right now. I need a safe space, John. They don't know where... They, now they have the oldest player in the league. Cullen they, retired. Did you know that? Yeah. How many years did he play? 21. Something like that. Who cares? You're, you never on a team with him? Nope. That surprises me. He's, he bounced around as much as you did. Anyways, thanks for that, Tim. Appreciate it. <laughs> um, but no, Char is the oldest now. Yep. Isn't that exciting? Does that make you happy? I don't care. Will he last a year, Zdeno Chara? Yes. How many interviews will he do via pencil <laughs> and paper? Depends on how many how many times he throws himself in front of the puck for his team. He did not throw himself in front of the puck. He he has many times. The slap shot hit him in the face. It's not like he moved his face in, in front of the puck. That's what you think. That's what I know. The game's changed a lot since you left, John. I know. Oh, it's man. gotten a lot worse. Every guy we do interviews with, Says they want me on their team. I don't know if they're just being nice, but that's what they say. I hear we'll a comeback see, story. We'll see if the uh, the next guy I talk to. How about if the Iron Man training goes well? Your next steps back to the NHL. Let's talk about that. You want to? Yeah. How much time are we, are we going over? Are we? You're doing you fine. You really want to talk about this? We get, we're like six we don't have to. Now. We don't have to, but it does seem like you're dodging the question. It's going. It's going. Is it going at all? It's going swimmingly, <laughs> which is very appropriate. I've been really focusing on the swim. Yeah. the Last few weeks. Just bought new floaties. No, no, I got goggles. And so I figured I have Snorkel one mask. hour and 10 minutes to do the swim. And it's roughly 6,500 meters. So go. what I've been doing is I mapped it out on MapQuest what 1,000 or 500 meters is in my lake. And I'll do that. And now I can do it a few times in seven minutes for 1,000 meters. So if I figure if I can do the first three in seven minutes each, 
that gives me the last 3,500 meters. I can do those in like 12 minutes or 13 minutes, and then I'll still have 10 minutes to spare. So Love it. I still haven't swam more than 2,000 meters <laughs> at a time, but we're getting there. We're getting there. I still have yeah. a month and a bit to go, and I have not started running, and I figure the bike <laughs> will just fall in line. So I'm not worried about the bike. It's just a swimming and the running thing I need to focus on. You're going to get through the swim and the bike and be like, oh, my. God. I got 13 <laughs> miles to run. run. But I figure by miles. that time, I'll be like, I'm whatever. You know, I'll yeah. do this in three hours. I don't care. And I'll just <laughs> do it. The training really starts on Monday is what we're saying. Monday. Yeah. Monday. That's August good. 1st. Training August starts. August 1st. <laughs> <laughs> Give yourself three weeks to get ready. No, no. I need to buy running shoes, and I need to buy a wetsuit. You're about six weeks out now. I know. So normal, what are you supposed to be doing right now? <sighs> Who knows? I don't Eight care. miles a day on the running, swimming half a mile, probably biking 20 miles a day. I would think that would be where you'd like to be. <laughs> so right now, I've, the longest bike I've done is the 12 mile we did with you guys. And then I've, I've not ran at all. And I've swim, I swam like a quarter of a mile. Would okay. you... Okay, if I said right now, could you swim half a mile, bike, or run, run five, and bike 20? Could you do it today? Without a doubt. Well, not right now, because I'm <laughs> drinking, but yes. Yes, but no. No, I absolutely could. Yeah, I guess there's so many other things going on. If it was on, a sprint or, triathlon, yeah. I could do it right now, no problem. Yeah. But I could not do a full half triathlon, half Ironman right now. I could not do the swim if we did it right now. In six weeks, can you? <laughs> Better believe it. You better believe it. <laughs> is that Please. on Saturday? We got to go. I think we have to. It's oh, I it. can't wait. August twenty fifth. So I'm gonna be there. I'm gonna make a sign. Okay. I'm yeah, gonna be at all care. the transitions. You better be there early because I'm gonna finish quick. Yeah. <laughs> Speak. We got a big interview coming up. My big podcast two weeks ago. Rista Rista Linen. Ooh. He called in or he he texted me. He's like, I heard what you were saying. Whoa. And then I was like, Well, let's be on the podcast. So we're gonna have him on the podcast next. It's very exciting. Do you need some new hockey gear? You need a new hockey stick, some gloves, but do you want the best hockey gear available? I know I do. I can't use the stuff that's out there these days. So when I need new hockey gear, I go to ProStockHockey.com. They have legit pro hockey sticks, pro gloves, pro everything you need. They get it right from the NHL. And you don't have to make NHL money to buy this stuff, which is great. You go there, ProStockHockey.com. They got sticks. Under 160 bucks. The cool thing is, you buy a stick, you get three free rolls of tape. So that means if you buy, let's do the math. Two sticks, you get six rolls. Three sticks, you get nine rolls. Ten sticks, you get 30 rolls of tape. So, hey, it's a no-brainer. All the sticks, super cheap, 160 bucks or less. If you go to the store and want to buy a stick off the rack, it's like $250, and it's not even a pro-stock stick. Pro Stock Hockey gets the stuff right from the show. They put it right on their website. The sticks are 160 bucks or less, and they all come with a 30-day warranty. So if you're on the ice, you, t- you rip a clapper and the stick breaks, you send it back, they'll give you a new one. So you go to ProStockHockey.com, use promo code SCOTT, that's S-C-O-T-T, my last name, yours truly, and you get an extra 10% off your total order. So you get a stick, 160 bucks, 10% off. You get your stick for under 150 bucks. You get your three rolls of tape. It's a no-brainer. Check it out, ProStockHockey.com, promo code SCOTT. 
Risto Risalainen, and star defenseman for the Buffalo Sabres, entering the podcast with yours truly, John Scott. Risto, how's it going, buddy? Uh, it's going good. You know, some enjoying summer back home, working hard and uh, playing little golf. Always working hard. I was creeping on your Instagram yesterday, and every picture is you shirtless, pushing a tire around, lifting weights. What's going on? What happened? You used to be my little, little soft, pudgy teenager. Now you're like a rock hard, hard throb. What are you doing over there in Finland? Yeah, I know. I kind of like uh, like working out. We have a good group of guys here, and uh, and a great trainer. And uh, I own a gym with my trainer too, so I kind of got into the summer training a lot. Well, I guess it makes it easier to train when you own the gym, so that helps out a lot. Is it an outdoor gym? I saw all the pictures are outside. Is that what it is? No, most of the pictures are, you know, when when I've been traveling. It was actually from that picture was from Spain. Me and my coach were there for for a week. Just working out in Spain? Yeah, I kind of like it. I that's kind of my most my uh like vacations during the summer I go somewhere nice warm, you know, I train a little bit, rest a little bit. Oh I'm actually gosh. going to I'm I'm going to Mykonos next week, and same thing. They're going to be training, and you know, is that in Greece? Yeah. Oh my gosh, the life of how old are you now? Twenty three, twenty four, twenty four, turning twenty five. Oh my gosh, what a life you lead! Twenty four years old, going on vacations to work out. Unbelievable, playing some golf. Lucky, lucky kid. So, the reason we're talking is I was telling a story last week or a couple weeks ago on my podcast and something popped into my head and I was like, wait a minute. When I was in Buffalo, Risto attacked me with a jock strap and I had to defend myself and I accidentally choked him out in the stick room. And I just wanted to break it down because this, this happened on a random day, right? It was it, I don't think it was in training camp. I think the season has started and yeah, I think so too. I, I remember it very well too. Was it after practice or before? I can't even remember. Oh, it was it was after practice. I don't know why I did it, but I don't. Know. I so guess it, was, it was a it was used funny, it was a used jock, <laughs> yeah. a fully practiced yeah. in jock, and you decided to go up to the biggest guy in the team. What were you thinking? Did anybody put you up to it? That's what I want to know. No, no, it's this came on my mind. I kind of, I guess I was walking kind of towards the bathrooms and I kind of came back and you were kind of like standing on my way or something. So I kind of like thought I was going to do something funny, but you know, I never, I don't really think too much. You know, it's just what came up on my mind. I do it. That is really funny. So you saw your jock strap and you saw my nose and mouth and you thought, <laughs> oh baby, we're going to make these two meet. I did it kind of from behind, and I, I don't know if I tried to aim in your, your face, but that's where it hit. Oh, it hit me right. Luckily, I wasn't talking or my tongue would have hit it because you got me right on the mouth, and I was like, what is happening? And I turned around, and I see you giggling and running away, and I'm yeah, not oh, going to yeah. take that. <laughs> I don't know what happened, but I, I grabbed you from behind, and I, I managed to get you pretty good under the neck with my arm. And then yeah. the next thing yeah, I you- knew, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, I, I actually remember the whole thing. Uh, <laughs> it was kind of weird, but yeah, you came. We, we, I was running away from you, and then we met at the stick room, and uh, I stopped running. And then you like grabbed me, and you told me, "Hey, let me show you one thing you can use." And then you kind of like started choking me, and then you told me like, "Tab when you 
when it's too much. But I didn't have time to tab. It was fucking hard right away, and I was done. I was cold. And so what I remember is I grabbed you, and I was choking you, and I was like, yeah, tap once you're going to go out. And your yeah, body just went completely com- limp in my hands, and I was like, oh, oh no. Yeah, right away. And I don't think anybody was in the room, and so I rolled you on your side because you started to choke on your tongue a little bit, and I was like, oh, my gosh. Yeah, yeah. And then this trainer came in. Oh, what's his name again? Willie. Not Georgie. Willie came in. He's like, what is going on? And I said, I don't know. I think I killed Risto. And finally you came too. And I was so scared because you were a stud first round pick number, what, eight or nine overall. So the team was number eight. Sorry. Eight. Yeah. And I was like, oh my gosh, I'm going to get traded or sent down or cut because I just like choked this kid out in the stick room. Cause I, I think it was pretty early in the year, but we were comfortable with each other. Comfortable enough for you to throw a jock in my face. But yeah, what, what a, uh, that was such a weird, weird, weird day. I'd never had heard of somebody being choked out in an NHL locker room. So we might have been the first, man. We might have yeah, made history. I know. Yeah, I guess. And, and then you never went near me the rest of the year. Yeah. That's right. And so have you ever done that to anybody else since then? No, I haven't tried it yet. Might need to pull it up, wake the guys up next year. No, I don't think you'll have a problem with that. I think the GM woke everybody up this offseason with all the moves he's been doing. Holy moly. What do you what do you think about that? You guys got Johansson, you got Skinner signed, you got Vessi, you got Montour, Miller. That this kid from Finland, do you know him, the Yoki Haru? Uh I don't actually really know him. He's kinda a little younger than I am and I just saw him in the World Championships. I was watching on T V and they ended up playing pretty well, so Nice. So, so what, it was nice to get some uh, more Finnish guys in. Oh yeah, no, that's not nice. We do, you want to limit the number of Finns on your team always because they just they create trouble. They're troublemakers in Finland. Yes. No hard workers, hard workers, honest team guys. Are they really? I guess I played with yeah. a few my first year with Koivu and Mietinen and all those guys. They were hard workers, but I think you're the max you can have is two. That's it. All right, that works. What's Vili Lena? Was he a Swede or was he a Finn? He's thin. He's thin. Oh, see, that just bucks the trend of hard workers because Vili did not like to work hard. <laughs> he yeah, liked to he play was a little guitar. different, but we we still keep in touch, and I, I like him. Uh, he, he was great, great help for me my first year when I get to Buffalo, and now he's running his uh, clothing business here in Finland. Yeah, it's actually getting huge. Is it really? I need to get some more Billy Bano gear. That was good it's stuff. Really, actually. it's really, it's getting really big. Yeah, if you haven't heard of it, Billy Lano's clothing line is called Billy Bano, which I don't know why he went with the Billy Bano. I guess Billy Lano rhymes with Billy Bano. So, anyways, yeah, check it out. Rasmus is its sponsor, spokesperson, I think. <laughs> yeah. He pays you the big bucks to wear the clothes? No, unfortunately not. Well, tell him to get on that. But, anyways, back to Buffalo. New coach. Have you talked to him yet? What do you think? Kruger. Yeah. Yeah, he called me. Uh, a few weeks ago and he I mean I have had so many new coaches every season we have a new one and you know they all feel nice and so so did he I mean he seems like a good coach he has a lot of experience from different jobs different leagues and uh, nationalities so I think uh, like we are a young team so we need some uh, experience so I think a little stability I would I was actually thinking about that before the interview. It's like, you've probably had, what, four or five coaches in your first five or six years in the NHL. And for a young kid, 
that's hard. All these new systems and you don't have any stability. Yeah. And it's constantly, that's the one. Yeah. It, it's not easy to play in that system or in that industry organization because when I was there it was your first year and we had, I think three GMs that year, two or three coaches, oh, yeah. a new president. Oh yeah. It was just crazy. Oh, yeah. And it hasn't really settled down. You went through Murray and you had Phil Housley and you had all these other guys. So I hope this works out for the Sabres. Kruger's a good coach from what I've heard. He's got some experience, but hey, man, it can only get better from last year after the second half of the year. You guys really yeah, and can't really get any worse than that. So, Well, I think my first year there with you was, was pretty bad. I think that's how it gets worse, Risto. Personally, it was my first year, so I was just excited to be in the NHL and Living the dream and, you know, try to make name for myself. And, you know, first two, three years, they were, you know, they went pretty quick. But now, last few years, they've been really rough. Actually, I want to win and, you know, get the playoffs. And, you know, it's been rough years, but I believe it's a bright future ahead. It's turning around. I think so, too. I think the last few years, you guys have added some pieces. You got Eichel, Akposo, hopefully gets back to being healthy. Skinner, all those guys. You're trending in the right direction. But I remember camp, our first year, it was you and Zadorov, the two big D-man coming in. And I remember like, holy cow, are these two monsters huge? And you guys would just lay people out in camp. And I was like, this is insane. I remember I got into a few fights because you guys would just destroy guys. And you would not worry about playing defense too much. You would just kind of run around, especially Zadorov. You guys were just like killing people. And you, nothing's changed with you. You still murder guys, but you've you've found your offensive game a little bit, which is nice. Because the first year, I think you're a little nervous. Now you're quarterback of the power play. How many points you get last year? Like 40, 50? Yeah, like four on 40. You're, it's unbelievable. What's it like to be a cornerstone defenseman for an organization? Like you're the rock of that decor. You and uh, Rat, Dolan, you and him are like the studs. What's that feel like to be a young kid? anchoring a d decor like you guys have i mean i mean yeah it feels good you know i get ice time you know power play all situations but you know you want to help the team to win so that's the thing I, I would rather you know play less and you know that the team wins and makes the playoffs but you know it's been nice to gain some uh, experience play a lot so heck yeah i think you've played more in one season than i have in my whole career you get a lot of ice time, and it's well worth it because you're, you're a good player, Risto. So another thing I wanted to ask you, it's a little uncomfortable. Every time I search your name for the last three years, they're like, Risto Lyonen's getting traded. What is going on? Is it hard to deal with all the rumors and stuff, especially this offseason? They've gotten a few D-men, and now it's just like, oh, we're going to trade Risto. Does it bother you that people say that even though you get 40-plus points you go against the other team's top line. You log all these hard minutes, and they, they everyone's having these rumors about trading you when you are arguably the best defenseman on the team. How like it can't feel too good. Like, what do you think when you see those articles? I mean, actually, I'm, I'm that kind of person. I don't. I could care less. You know, let people talk and write whatever they want. You know, everyone can say their opinion. And I heard about all these trade rumors this summer, and we'll see what happens. I don't really care. It doesn't bother me at all. I think that's a good attitude because I used to read the articles and they used to bother me a lot and it's just, it gets you nowhere fast. So you're, you're a lot smarter than I was at that age. Jeez, when I was 24, I could barely, I don't even think I was in the league yet. Gosh, you're so young, Risto. I can't, it, it drives me nuts. I'm still young. I was a baby when we met my first year, but now I'm 
young adult. You're an 18-year-old, but you're like a 32-year-old in the NHL because you've been there for so long. It's strange. Yeah. It's so yeah, weird. Kinda. So what's... It actually kind of feels, feels, uh, feels weird to have uh, so much younger guys on the team now than me. Like six years younger guys. feels crazy. It I'm is strange. I'm always the young guy. You're, you're, yeah. There's no really old guys on the team anymore. Like, who's the oldest guy? Uh, Okposo, maybe. Well, yeah. Common Will was there last year. but Yeah, he won't be back there this year. Yeah, we'll see. No, he's gone, Risto. He's not coming back. <laughs> well, yeah, they're not going to sign him. They just got Vesey and Skinner and Lazar and Johansson. Not enough money to go around. Yeah, but you need some experience, too. Well, listen, I've played 10 years. Get me back there. Talk to I, Every guy I interview, I try to lobby for a job. So talk to the Botterill. Tell him you need some toughness. Well, I would love to have you back. Oh, boy. Those Imagine that. Times. Oh, yeah. The, it was different. We could size up the rings right away, I think, because I think the Sabres would win the cup if I came back. I tell you what. We got the team. We just need a little toughness. That's all we need, a little grit, a little sandpaper. Yeah, at least at least the other teams won't be running around anymore. I know. Do you remember that one time I got beat up the last game of the year? Oh, how embarrassing. Do you remember that? Oh, the, against Islanders. Yes. Yeah. That little Justin Johnson beat beat me up in front of the home crowd. Unbelievable. Yeah, but you were laughing after, though. I know. I didn't know he was a lefty. It happens. Have you been in any fights? I can't. I haven't remember you fighting anybody. Uh, I, I have a couple, but they're not very good ones. What? You got to start throwing that weight around, Risto. You always make the big hits. Yeah, I know. I know. I know. I got to answer the bell once in a while. I know. Just beat one or two guys up a year and you set the tone, then, you know, give yourself a little room. You, don't, don't listen yeah. to me. I don't, I don't know what I'm talking about. You're an NHL star. Have you been to the All Star game, though? Question. I know I haven't. Oh, you haven't. I if you didn't, if you don't, I went to the game in 2016. I was the MVP. I don't know if you saw. I know. That. I was. I was watching it from uh, Bahamas. Oh, you were. Oh, that sounds nice. That sounds very nice, actually. Bahamas, the bye week in Bahamas. It's not that bad either. So no, not too bad. Oh, good for you, man. Well, Risto, I don't want to take up much of your time. I'm sure you got to go to. Uh, Hawaii and train next week and then off to Greece and maybe New Zealand. I don't know. It sounds like a nice life, buddy. But hey, thank you for doing this. Sorry for choking you out again. And uh, I'll be in Buffalo this year. So we'll we'll grab dinner or a drink or something. Perfect. All right, Risto. Cheers, buddy. Thank you. Yeah, no problem. Yeah. Thank you guys for listening. Good to be back. Happy belated 4th of July. Tim, anything? Nope. Thank you for listening, everybody. (laughs) This is John, Larry, John, and Tim. Cheers. Cheers. Peace. Bye.